good afternoon thanks to god for the privilege to see another day a beautiful day like this this is perfect in egonese i like to be called light and you're welcome to lofa your media podcast channel on law and anything related this is our first episode yay <laughs> thanks for tuning in today it's nice to have you here and i hope you learned from today's episode today i'd like us to discuss a burning issue it's all over the country the issue of rape taking the case of the deceased Waila Vera Omozoa as a case study we are so rest in peace let's begin what is rape rape is a criminal offense that involves the carnal knowledge of a person by another without his or her consent or possibly an unlawfully against his or her will or other duress other duress in the sense that a victim can be blackmailed or threatened in order to give consent uh, the criminal code act laws of the federation of nigeria 1990 defines rape in part 5 section 357 thus states that any person who has unlawful carnal knowledge of a woman or girl without her consent or with her consent if the consent is obtained by force or by means of threat or intimidation of any kind or by fear of harm or by means of false or fraudulent representation as to the nature of the act or in the case of a married woman by personating her husband is guilty of the offense which is called rape quite interesting isn't it Uh, in some states the crime of rape only recognizes the male figure as a feasible culprit but males can also be raped right especially children and teenagers but irrespective of age gender and other factors having sexual intercourse with an individual against their will is rape Now there are various elements to consider if a sexual intercourse between two people can be tagged rape. One of them is age. Another is consent. Another is a uh, evidence of penetration and emission and also if uh, uh the individual is brought under the influence of stupefying drugs or alcohol. Person is unable to give consent at that point and can be considered to be raped there are various types of rape there is child rape gang rape serial rape spousal rape date rape corrective rape custodial rape <laughs> there are numerous types but let's study the ones i just listed rape or statutory rape this is a very common kind of rape it's everywhere it's um sexual intercourse with a person who is below the age of consent or a minor the age of consent is usually between the 13 and below bracket now even if a child within this age bracket gives consent the child is considered violated as he or she is considered unable to give consent 
also the age difference between parties is to be considered when handling a child rape case now the rape of a child by another child or adolescent is called a child on child sexual abuse and this crime can be considered a misdemeanor as the victim could have consented even though the violator senses the victim is underaged. On the other hand, when a child is raped by a violator with a huge age difference, it is considered a felony, even if the child gives consent. Children many times fall victim of custodial rape that is being violated by close relatives like parents, aunts, uncles, custodians in general. Now to another kind of rape, gang rape. This is when a person is raped by at least three violators. Uh, I'd like to digress a little. When there are two parties against a victim, one can be a violator and the other an accessory or principal in the second degree if the party does not indulge in the act but acts as a facilitator. For example, holding a victim so the other can have access to violate such an individual that is the principal in second degree accessory or facilitator may also be charged with the offense of rape. Meanwhile, gang rape, like we're talking about, involves the use of drugs, alcohol, usually attacks take place by night or in solitary places and severe sexual outcomes sometimes it results in the eventual death of the victim also victims of gang rape are more likely to seek police service and contemplate suicide seek therapy because of the effect the psychological effect it has on them now there was a case of a 12 year old girl who was raped by 11 men in Jigawa state nigeria this is a typical example of a gang rape. Heard that the police were said to have arrested the suspects. Hmm. Okay, the next kind of rape, serial rape. This is the kind committed by a person on targeted individuals over a long period of time. The culprit is usually unknown to the victim. As a perpetrator may possess high degree of criminal sophistication that enable them to remove evidences of their actions like fingerprints, semen, and weapons. Number four, spousal rape. This is also known as intimate partner sexual assault, IPSA. It is rape between married couple with one spouse's consent not given. Like I stated earlier, not all states consider this a kind of form of rape. Nonetheless, because consent is crucial and because sometimes um, there may be forms of domestic violence, it passes as a rape case in some states. Another kind of rape is date rape. This is having an unconsensual sexual intercourse with an individual on the basis of a pre-existing relationship or where there's a romantic relationship between the two and it's usually um, a drug facilitated sexual abuse 
DFSA, where the rapist drugs the victim in order to incapacitate them. It also broadly covers acquaintance rape, which usually occurs between acquaintances, friends, people who are dating, and so on. Now, another kind of rape is corrective rape. This is rape targeted at um, LGBTQ individuals. LGBTQ stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. Queer is for people who do not know what sexual class they fall into yet. Now, the argument stated concerning this corrective rape is that the rape will turn the person straight correcting their sex or gender that is make them conform to societal norms now that we've looked at the various types of rape i consider prevailing in society let's see authorities in nigeria that provide justice for rape victims Criminal Code Act for Southern States Laws of the Federation of Nigeria 1990. It defines rape in Part 5, Section 357. I cited that at the beginning of the podcast. You can rewind to hear what it states or check your constitution. Uh, Section 358 of the Criminal Code Act also states that the punishment for rape is imprisonment for life with or without caning. Section 359 states also that any person who attempts to commit the offense of rape is guilty of a felony and liable to imprisonment for 14 years with or without caning. The Penal Code for Northern Nigeria 2008, Section 282, states almost the same thing. Here it provides that um, persons under the age of 14 are unable to give consent. They are considered minors. And also, sexual first sexual intercourse between married couples cannot pass as a rape case. You can see also the criminal laws of Lagos 2011, which applies only in Lagos State. Another authority cited, Violence Against Persons Prohibition Act, VAPP 2015, defines rape as when a person intentionally penetrates the vagina, anus, or mouth of another person with any other part of his or body or anything else without consent or with incorrectly obtained consent. Consent can be incorrectly obtained where it is obtained by force or threat or intimidation by means of false and fraudulent representation as to the nature of the act by the use of substance incapable of taking away the will of the person by impersonating a married woman's husband in order to have sex. The Child Rights Act 2003 also states that sex with a child is rape. Anyone who has sexual intercourse with a child is liable to imprisonment for life upon conviction. Now, these legislations 
provide up to 14 years to life imprisonment for convicted rapists. Now that we've looked at the kinds of rape, what rape is, what exactly is the challenge? Why does rape issue still persist? Why is it still on the increase? That's what we'll look into next. Stay tuned. Sadly, less than 10% of rape crimes are reported or even get into the media space or the attention of law enforcement agencies. I think this is due to factors like stigmatization, psychological trauma, threats, blackmail, low self-esteem, and more disheartening, ineffective laws, and the levity with which the law enforcement agencies handle rape crimes. I mean, there are laws against rape, but these legislations can barely bring the culprits to book. Upon the uproar of the rape and killing of Baraka and Uwa, a lawmaker, James Faleke, recommended castration as penalty for any persons found guilty of the offense of rape. Now, the House rejected this prayer and, however, condemned sexual violence. Is that enough? I don't think so. Well, over to Uwa's case, I assume we know the story. It was a national opera last week and it's gradually facing out. Still, there are reports of recent rape cases. The last we heard on Uwa's case though was that the sus- supposed suspect had been arrested. Now, police arrest does not equal conviction. We asked for justice. Police arrest is unsatisfactory. When will there be a trial? An issue that is supposed to be a least motor is still a least pendant. I mean, this culprit is supposed to be executed by now. This is the weight of levity rape cases are being handled. A viral video of a a relative of the deceased showed an expression of grief after the Nigerian police asked for mobility money to carry out their operations. <laughs> mobility money, or whatever it is called, is an ex gratia. The police are not supposed to be paid to do what they are supposed to do. This is quite painful. I mean, doesn't the life of the deceased count? Because it wasn't just a rape case, but a murder case as well. Because the victim was bludgeoned, and that led to her eventual death days later. So, <laughs> is rape no longer a punishable offense? Rape cases are being reported, and hardly anything is done about any of them by the law enforcement agencies. If the victims were daughters of senators, governors, or anyone in position of authority, won't justice be served? Rapists are still allowed to walk on the streets. Rape cases are on the increase. The female gender is especially in danger. Now, unless there is strict and prompt execution of rapists, 
rape cases will still be in the news. <laughs> Why are there laws against rape if violators are not brought under the length of the law? Have the law suddenly become dormant? Is the Nigerian judiciary still the last hope for the common man? These are burning questions, really. I joined the Say No to Rape protest. This honestly has to stop. Now, on the news. Obaseki picked a Doe People's Democratic Party governorship form to contest in PDP's primary elections. Yesterday, Friday, 19th of June 2020, after he formally resigned his membership from the All Progressive Congress, APC, he announced his resignation after a meeting with the president at the presidential villa in Abuja on Tuesday, 16th of June 2020. Also, the Edo deputy governor, Philip Shaibo, also joins Obaseki in PDP as he picks a membership card. Also, federal government to collaborate with states to domesticate child rights violence against persons prohibition acts. Vice President Yemi Osibanjo SAN made this declaration yesterday, 19th of June 2020, at a virtual meeting organized by the National Human Rights Commission, NHRC, on the scourge of rape, sexual, and gender based violence in Nigeria. We will work with all actors to detect and punish the perpetrators of this sickening and work even harder to prevent the occurrence he said you can get full details of that news on vanguard there is still no news on resumption of schools men also um the confirmed cases of covid19 in nigeria has now hit 19,147 cases after 667 people were tested positive yesterday on Friday, 19th of June 2020. Now, a little entertainment news to add a little spice. Rayosh Poppy, Nigerian Instagram celebrity, is set to be prosecuted for multiple frauds in Dubai. He was reportedly charged with obtaining money from other true fraudulent means his real name Raymond Abbas by Dubai officials is quite different from that obtained by the EFCC that's the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission of Nigeria which gave his name as Ramuni Ibalude now the EFCC also described Oshpopi as Nigeria's most wanted hacker meanwhile Apple denies Dubai police access to Oshpopi's MSC laptop iPhone and iCloud based on data protection and customer confidentiality rule. Devices are encrypted and Apple has stopped overriding the codes. 
that'll be all for now thanks appreciation to god for the success of this first episode and a special thanks to colleagues both senior and fellow colleagues of ambrosali university and every other educational institution in nigeria thanks also to my parents for their support and very many thanks to you yes you for tuning in i hope you enjoyed the episode and i hope that you check us again next week till then stay safe and maintain social distance perfect in negative light on lofa peace